I wish you could just shut your big yapper. Now it's time for a long walk to Cleveland with Rudy Povich. Good luck finding a DJ who can move and shake like this. On Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and every morning live on Instagram. That shit sounds pretty good on blow, mixed with tequila and wine. On an empty stomach. What's going on, everybody? Thank you so much for joining me on a long walk to Cleveland. Find this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. Every morning, 945, it's live on YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram. Today on the show, thank you, sir. May I have a double? Also, we're talking, we're taking embarrassing to the next level. But first, let's take a look at a couple of live dates coming up this Friday. Lansing Corners, Austin, Minnesota. Me, my good friend David Harris, and a slew of comedians. I believe it's 15 bucks at the door. Trust me, you're going to want to be down there. Ryan Stock, who is uh, on the live feed. What's up, dude? He's also going to be a part of that show. You should come. It's going to be a blast. Can't wait. Uh, Austin, Minnesota. Fun town. Lansing Corners. They bring it every time. Great room. Hopefully we see you guys there. Then the next night, September 17th, Brit Bar and Grill in Brit, Iowa with the Wolf Dog Comedy Guys. September 22nd through the 24th, Comedy Vault, Batavia, Illinois with Jonathan Kite. And October 15th, Beaver Island Brewing Company, St. Cloud, Minnesota. All those tickets, if you want them, you gotta get them off of rudypovich.com. I think I'm also going to be featuring at Gutty's the last weekend of September. That's uh, September 30th into October 1st. So, should be fun. Definitely, man. All them good shows coming up. All the new merchandise. Got that brand new logo. You, a bunch of orders came in last week. We got hoodies. We got beanies. We got mittens. Listen, go out and get yourself just a smock. I don't know what you'd want a smock for. Maybe you're going to take up oil painting. Start living your best life as an oil painter. I don't know. I'm just saying, if you would like one, that actually has, <laughs> if you need a smock, we can get you set up. RudyPovich.com. What's up, Shelly? How are you? Hi, Alina. What's up, Amanda? Amanda, I hope you found somebody to go to. Uh, what are you going to tonight? Um, Jesus, why am I spacing on it? Oh, what concert is in town? Fallout Boy? No. Blink-182? I would know about that. Limp Biscuit, I'm not allowed back. Metallica, uh, depends on what album they're going to be playing. Kelly Clarkson, Kelly Clarkson ain't traveling. She's got her show. Uh, Ellen DeGeneres, uh, I think she's going to be taking tickets at the Kelly Clarkson show when that one comes back. I can't remember everybody. Oh, Panic at the Disco, that's who it is. Hopefully you found somebody to go with tonight. Um, I got plans with the family. We did, uh, we did a quick little thing for the birthday last night, and... Yeah, man, it was fun. I usually don't celebrate birthdays. I think they're lame because everybody's got a goddamn birthday, but I was kind of feeling festive. Well, I can't even say I was feeling festive. I was sitting at home working, and my brother-in-law came over and was like, can we just please take you to dinner? I said, no, man, it's cool. I got shit to do. Portland wore me out. I'm I'm good. And he's like, no, 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 it's your birthday. You got to come. So, yeah, we uh, we've gotten to that point in my daughter's life. At 14 years of age, I get no, no presents. I get no cards. It's hard to do when you have like, when you're co-parenting somebody, you know, to actually take your child to the store, buy that other person a gift and then say it's from your kid. That's a pain in the ass. So I'm like, listen, if you don't want to get me a card, fine. I just need a happy birthday. I don't, I got everything I need. Christ. 
your health and your peace of mind are basically the only two things that you really need, so everything else is just fucking happenstance. I mean, food, air, shelter, a little bit of water every once in a while. These are all the other things. Um, Scooter ordered Portland. Where are you out? That fucking city, dude. God, I was talking with my brother-in-law about it last night. It is dirty. I thought the east side of Duluth, excuse me, the west side of Duluth was one of the dirtiest places I've ever been to. Portland blows that place out of the goddamn water. Duluth compared to Portland looks like Willy Wonka's chocolate factory compared to where the Oompa Loompas came from. There were vermicious canids. You can't live in a place with vermicious canids. They'll kill the Oompa Loompas. But it's a, that place is, God, I, yeah, I don't think I'm going back anytime soon. All right, let's get into a little bit of news, shall we? Let's find out what's going on in the world, huh? Thank you, sir. May I have a double? Last night, Texas Rangers baseball game, commentators were talking about a player, and uh, as they showed him on the bench, his eyes got very wide. Why did they get wide? Well, he had just figured out that he was up to bat. How the fuck you don't realize you are up to bat in a major league game? When you're not in the on-deck circle, doesn't somebody look around and go, Hey, which one of you fucking idiots is supposed to be up to bat? Didn't you grab your weighted bat, get a little bit of, uh, you know, pine tar on your hands, get out there and start taking cuts, getting warmed up? Fuck no, this dude sitting on the bench, and all of a sudden he kind of looks at home plate, and there's nobody to bat, and he's like, Oh shit, I'm supposed to be up there. Anyways, this was the audio. They were talking about him. The commentators were actually talking about this guy, and then just so happens, this goes down. He's played the second most games of anyone over the last two seasons for, uh-oh, he forgot he was on deck. That was amazing right there. <laughs> what a timely report, dude. I mean, that is stunning. Oh, my goodness. Pretty serious professional. There you go. Hey, a roll out of bed and <laughs> hit a gapper. In fact, he's hustling for two. Here comes the throw. Not in time. That's a double. Hat tip, Marcus Simeon. All right. So I've talked about this a lot and that there is a thing in life where you have to not think about things. Get the fuck up and go and do it. That's the only way things will ever work out the way you want. I've had many a times on the golf course, I, I look at my shot. I, I aim I get set, I look down the fairway, I step back from the ball. I'm not feeling it. I loosen up my shoulders, I take a couple of practice cuts, I make sure that I'm following through with my hands first. I get back up to the ball, I look down the fairway, I get halfway my backswing, I stop. I back away from the ball, I do the chuck knob lock adjustment of the gloves. I stretch out the shoulders a little bit. I take two more practice cuts. I step up to the ball. I take what I think is to be a perfect golf swing and I completely whiff over the top of the ball. What happened? As Yogi Berra once said, how the hell am I supposed to swing the bat with all this thinking? Then there are times where I will take a cut at the ball. I will top it. The ball will roll nine feet in front of me, and then no practice swing, no setup. I just step up to the ball, I take it, I swing, boom, 200 yards with my seven iron. Now, what was the difference between those two things? I wasn't thinking. 
That's what I'm talking about a lot of times when it comes to shit that you are telling, you're psyching yourself out. You are in your head. Knock it off. Go and do. Some of the best sets I have during the week are when I'm sitting in the back of the club and somebody goes, oh shit, so-and-so ain't here. Or, hey man, uh, we're going to change the order a little bit just because we got a bunch of, we got a bunch of, you know, uh, we got a bunch of white dudes at the end of the show. We got like nine white guys in a row. We're going to take one white dude and throw them up towards the top. Uh, you want to go? Can you go right now? You want to go? This guy's wrapping up. You want to hop on? I'm like, uh, yeah, let's do it. And then I jump on stage, have a killer set, and then get off. You weren't thinking about it. You had no time to psych yourself out. That's exactly what happens here. Had that guy been in the on-deck circle, adjusting the gloves, taking the cuts, thinking about what the pitch count might be, what he's going to do, what are those first three pitches going to be throwing to him, what was the scouting report, all that shit gets in your head. And then what, Then when you get up there, you're just so stuck. You're not in that moment. Totally not in that moment. You're thinking. I can tell sometimes when I'm listening to voiceover, I can tell the people who are just a couple of years in. Great voice, good, and ca- good cadence. But you can kind of tell the people that are paying far too much attention to what their voice sounds like instead of just feeling the emotions of whatever that, you know, particular piece of script might be. I hear it a lot with, you guys know the uh, the tourist commercials that are out nowadays? Michigan. It's a total awful shithole. It's the home of f- fucking flames coming out of our city. I can't remember exactly what the spot was. You know what? Actually, I think I got it. Let me see. Uh, let's see. I got it. Here we go. Crisp blue waters. Snowy mountaintops. The serenity of a sunset over a great lake. If you see those things, you certainly aren't in Michigan, where an entire square block of downtown Detroit costs about the same as a mobile home. Michigan. Our basketball team started one of the biggest brawls in NBA history. Michigan. We can't tell who we're more ashamed of. The Detroit Lions or Kid Rock. Michigan, the home of Flint, the only city where Haiti sent relief efforts. Michigan. We'd mention Eminem, but he got the fuck out a long time ago. Come, enjoy Michigan. Enjoy mediocre. So a lot of times when you get into these vocal booths, you have to put yourself in that mindset. Who is the person that I am speaking of? Michigan isn't a state that I'm speaking about. I'm talking about my grandfather. I need to emote like I really enjoy this place. So you think about all those other things. Some of the best acting exercises are like, hey man, you're not in this drug deal. You're not just dealing drugs. You got a kid at home that's uh, on a ventilator that you got to raise money for. That's what you're thinking about, not this drug deal. I'm just saying, I don't know exactly... What fucking movie being cast in where do you have a child on a ventilator and you have to make a drug deal to be able to save their life? But I do that movie. I'm a whore. I'll take anybody's parts. I don't give a shit. <laughs> you give me your movies. I won't think about it. Somebody goes, hey, we were thinking about casting you. I'm like, I'll take it. Doesn't matter what it is. We were thinking about giving you, Mr. Cosmos, free coffee for life. Deal. 
<laughs> I'm just saying, everybody. I'm just saying. Let's turn up the brightness on this so we can see some people, huh? Uh, what's up, Sally? Nice to see you. Hi, Mira. Sparkle Princess. What's up, Sparkle Princess? I have a feeling your name is Brian. No judgments here, everybody. No judgments here. Uh, a single dad is going viral for his adorable TikTok video where he tries to find a date to take his daughter and her friend to an amusement park. Are we at the end of our shame rope? I believe so. I'm currently looking for a plus one to accompany my 15-year-old daughter, her friend, and myself to Kings Island. I am a single, divorced, 44-year-old from Ohio, and I'm looking for a single woman, preferably at least 34 years old, that enjoys roller coasters. Don't let the gray hairs in the beard fool you. I do also have the dad bod to go with it. This also comes with a fast lane plus pass so we can skip the roller coaster lines all day long. It's also going to come with a fast lane to get you uh, back to being single and on the futon, my man. What are you doing, dude? You have a 15-year-old daughter. And you are begging for a date to take her and a friend to an amusement park? Holy shit! Listen, social suicide is a thing these days, my friend. And you are killing- This video is definitely going around his daughter's school. She has got to be mortified. She's, she's going to crash that- She's going to throw a wrench onto the rails of that roller coaster just to crash it so she never has to see this dumbass video of her dad begging people on TikTok to come to an amusement park with him. Oh my God. Hi, Vicky. Nice to see you on the live feed. If it gets to a point where I'm putting out videos on social media, trying to get somebody to come to Valley Fair with me and my 15-year-old daughter, holy shit, guys, take me out back. I've got nothing left. To, I've got no other fucking... I got no plan B. <laughs> I've gone through all the plans, and this is what I got left? Holy shit. There's not a chance. These poor kids are having to, uh... It's so much different nowadays. Because, like, for our parents to embarrass us, my mom had to come to my ninth grade English class dressed as an old lady. That was the sort of... I can't imagine the type of shit that my daughter and her friends have talked about that I have put online. One of her classmates wanted to buy one of my t-shirts with a logo... Where it says my name, but it looks like Pornhub. Can you imagine what my 15-year-old daughter has to go through at school when they see, when her friends are like, hey, can your dad get me a sweatshirt with that one logo of the site where everybody fucks all the time? It would kill her inside. Mira, oh, poor guy. Sometimes we all need a companion. Absolutely. There's got to be a better way to go about it, my man. There's got to be. I think sometimes we rely a little too much on the computer to be able to get us what we want. We've really lost that ability. Because you don't have to make food nowadays. You go to the computer, they deliver it. You don't have to talk to people. You just go onto the computer and thus you will find your... Which you're not going to find your soulmate that way. I mean, there are instances where yes, it does happen. But for the most part, everybody is super vapid. They just want, uh, you know, just that, that little ding, that little dopamine hit every single time somebody likes them. And then eventually none of that shit goes anywhere. You wait until you're in your 40s and then you give it up and then you're kind of forced to be like, all right, I suppose I should probably talk to people, actually hold conversations with somebody. Which I get, man. It's difficult. It's a tough racket. Nobody wants to 
talk to people? Fuck that. Which I get. I a thousand percent understand. I'm just saying. There's got to be another course of action here. No pun intended, sir. But trying to find yourself in a situation as a 15-year-old, think about your daughter. You put this video out, now all of her friends are going to be like, <laughs> that's the girl whose dad can't get laid. He's got to go to TikTok, beg ladies to come down to the amusement park with him. If anything, man, um, this might be a good way for you to be able to get an in with somebody that you've wanted to date for a long time. Just saying. Instead of putting it out there like, hey, guys, super desperate. Don't want to hang at an amusement park all day with my daughter and her shitty friend who comes over and eats all my Funyuns all the time. It'd be a terrible day. I don't want to do that. Could somebody date me? Could you please go out with me? I need somebody to hold my hand on the Gravitron. Help me. Help me. No. Here's what you do. There's a gal you've been eyeing up for a while. You're a 44-year-old single guy. I imagine you probably have uh, somebody you've been looking at, keeping your eye on here recently. Find that person. Be like, hey, by the way, uh, just wondering if you want to come with. I don't know. I mean, I got a day kind of planned with my daughter and her friend. They only sell them in four packs, so I had to buy an extra ticket. My daughter kind of wants to hang with her friend all day. I'm just going to be kind of walking around. You want to join me? Like, if you got nothing going on, you're more than welcome to come. I'll, my treat, I'll, I'll pay for everything. Don't worry about it. That's your in, my man. Not going to TikTok and being like, hey, everybody. I don't know if you've noticed, but I've been just a little sad lately. Things have not gone the way I thought they were going to. The last gal I had in my bed, she was the cleaning lady, and I had to pay another $25 for her to spoon me. She wouldn't even blow in my ear like I asked. It was the worst $25 spooning I've ever bought. And trust me, I've been to Singapore. Singapore. They have the worst spooning. I have not had a senorita lay me down on a bed of roses, as Bon Jovi would say. Those days are behind me. I wake up every morning. I set an extra plate at the breakfast table in hopes that one day someone will eat my souffles off of that breakfast plate. I put out a single rose and I stare longingly out the window in hopes that one day my Maria, which I'm having a hard time remembering if that's Diamond Rio or is it Santana who sings that song about Maria? Who are these people? These people who date Maria. This is very Seinfeld meets that dude from Mad TV. Look what I can do. Who are these people? I feel terrible. Sometimes I just go ahead, I order a pastrami for two. I would only order one sandwich. I'm not wasteful. But I have them cut it into two. And I put that other half of the pastrami sandwich on the other side of the table in hopes that someone will see that there's an extra half of a pastrami sandwich. And they'll come and sit down and ask if they can eat my pastrami. And then we will live blissful. I can make them souffles. We can ride the Gravitron together. We can get a Slurpee. Two straws. 
because I'm still a little freaked out by COVID. Have you ever seen Saved by the Bell when they go to the max? Zach Morris says he'll take one strawberry milkshake, two straws. That's the life I want to lead. I want Zach Morris's ability to order milkshakes at the max from a dude named Max. And him and Slater and Jesse Spano and Lisa Turtle. Who? What fucking shit writer decided to name a woman after Tortuga? Tortuga? Torga? How the fuck do you say turtle in Spanish? I can't remember. I'm too sad. <laughs> Brooks and Dunn. Thank you, Scooter. My Maria. Those were some blue and sallow times. Just to see her brings back my peace of mind, gypsy lady. There was some blue and shallow times. Let me go and kick off my boots and drink a Bud Light Lime. Uh, Listen, I'm just paraphrasing on what those words are, but I'm pretty sure that's how it goddamn went. Stop embarrassing your children on the internet. Oh my God. I just took a bite of humble pie. Oh, Lordy. My daughter's going to look back on all this and be like, what were you thinking, old man? Literally, four and a half minute soliloquy <laughs> about Saved by the Bell, Zach Morris, one milkshake, two straws. What were you thinking? What were you thinking? I wonder why she's all pent up with anxiety. <laughs> Doesn't talk to me. Ah, Christ. All right, guys. Well, I think I think we can call it a day there. Uh, this Friday, going to be in Lansing Corners, in the building of Lansing Corners. I always want to say Lansing, Iowa for some reason. I don't know why. Austin, Minnesota, Lansing Corners. Come on down. Check out the show. Myself, David Harris. I believe shows at 7, 8? Shit, I can't remember. Either way, be a great time. And then uh, Brit, Iowa. A lot of Brit, uh, a lot of, actually a lot of Iowa listeners to this podcast, which are great. I do appreciate everybody from Iowa. Uh, your state is bland as shit you have nothing going on but you guys come out for comedy shows which i understand you need a laugh so brit iowa coming up saturday check out the website rudypovich.com you guys are great enjoy it every single time thank you so much for hanging out and taking a long walk to cleveland the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.